Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, AKA the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, hello, hello. This is Danny Carter Iddens with the Taking Back You Momcast. Welcome back for another week with us. And this week, we are going to be talking all about dealing with change. So like I said last week, if you listened to last week's episode, we've moved. We moved about two and a half hours south of where we used to live. And with that, I'm sure you totally can like understand that there are a lot of changes that have been going on in our lives. Um, My husband started teaching at a new school. He started teaching a new grade even at the new school. My son is going to a new school. We have been um, on a hunt for a new church we have you know we moved to a new house like so many things have changed and it's like kind of been enough to make our heads spin and it hasn't always been um you know the easiest of transformations now that's not to say that we are not thoroughly enjoying ourselves we really love the change that we you know are making but It has been, you know, it's been a change. And I wanted to kind of just help you, um, you know, figure out how to deal with change if you are dealing with change. Now, you don't have to um, be, you know, moving or anything like that in order to have a change come into your life. Um, You know, for us, that's just kind of what happened this year. But there are tons of ways that you can be, you know, kind of like thrust into change every day in your life. And, you know, they're just kind of, um, there's two ways that you can handle it. You can kind of freak out, not know what you're doing, go in blind, or you can be open to change and be open to the possibilities that come with change. So um, kind of the first thing, when you're, you know, kind of dealing with change is that you really just want to be open. Now, I talked about this last week with, you know, meeting new mom friends or meeting new friends in general. It doesn't even have to be mom friends, just making friends in general. And one of the biggest things that I'm trying to remember this year is to be open and to be open to the possibility of dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? Um, Be open to the possibility of Whatever, you know, you you can't even fathom right now what could happen if you are open to the possibility. What I mean by this is, you know, a few a few months ago, I had turned down something that I now am doing. And the reason is because I couldn't like I couldn't visualize it, I couldn't see it, and taking on this new thing was going to, um, it was going to be a change, but it was going to be stressful and I was scared and I was afraid of looking like an imposter. You know what imposter syndrome is, right? Imposter syndrome is when um, you want to do something and you actually know a lot about what you want to do, but you're so worried about what everybody's going to think of you or if everybody's going to think that you are, you know, um, knowledgeable or an expert enough that you like don't do anything and you kind of get like arrested um 
and you do nothing, you stop. And so instead of saying yes to this opportunity, I declined it because I was afraid of the change that would take place if I said yes. Well, luckily, um, and I don't know how it is for you, but I am the kind of person that will, you know, I think on things like a whole bunch, like for a long time. And it's kind of annoying sometimes because all I want to do is sleep. Um, (laughs) But my brain just keeps going and I keep running through things. And a lot of times my first answer might not always be my final answer. So I don't know if I would be good on like, you know, who wants to be a millionaire or anything like that because my my final answer is usually different from my first answer. Once I thought about it, once I've talked to my family about it, my friends about it and everything like that. And in this um, change, which is something that I'm doing now, I was approached to speak to people, um, speak to moms and to, you know, kind of have it be like more of a, I don't know, a scheduled thing that happened more than, you know, once every blue moon. And I got to tell you, I was scared because I was afraid of, you know, these people like finding out that I did. I don't know. I don't even know what I was scared of, but I was afraid of the change that would come because I knew that this would be um, a catalyst for more change. So you know what I mean? So my initial instinct was to say no because I knew that it was going to open up more possibilities. So isn't that weird? Like when you hear that now, when I hear it myself say it, I realized that I was saying no to change because I was afraid that there would be success or happiness or fulfillment or whatever for me and for the women that I was going to speak to. And I think that's one of our biggest problems when it comes to change. You know, we, the problem with change, just inevitably, is that there's unknowns. There's unknowns and we don't like unknowns, do we? I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm, I am awful at it. I um, was telling a friend that, you know, if I had it my way, God would just tell me my entire life, the entire plan that he had for my life, and I would be, you know, grateful for it, and I'd be happy for it. So then I knew when I made changes, if they were the right thing or whatever. And she said to me, yeah, but if you knew everything that God had planned for you, you know, for your entire life before it happened, your mind would be like blown. And I remember uh, thinking, you know, like doggone it she's right but it's true you know we really we we hesitate to change because we want the answers before you know the before we take the test essentially we want to know that when we change that it's going to work out for us we want to know that like ahead of time but the problem is is that that's not that, that's not how it works. Or, do you remember that commercial? Um, it was like three old ladies and they were, um, they had like messed up how we do Facebook. And so they had, they said, oh, look, here's pictures of our vacation. And I put them up on my wall. And she had actually like put that up on, like put the pictures up on her like actual like living room wall. And the other old lady's like, oh, that's so cool. I see what you did. And then only one of the old ladies is looking around and she's like, 
that's not how this works. That's that's not how any of this works. You guys, like what is going on? This is not how you put things pictures on a wall for Facebook, you know. So it was really funny cuz we were, you know, the joke was ha 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 he he he. They heard, you know, pictures on your wall and they took it as like putting actual pictures on your wall. And we know if you're, you know, on Facebook, you know that that means and actually it doesn't even mean this anymore because now it's your timeline. But back then putting pictures on your wall on Facebook meant like your virtual wall. But when she's saying like, you know, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. That's like literally life where we want to know how it's going to work before it happens. And guys, guess what? That's just not how this works. So you got to, you know, you got to be open to change because that's like, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. And some change is not always, you know, um, easy to do. Now, like I said, this change of us moving, you know, starting new jobs, these these have been good changes. They were changes that were, you know, a long time in the in the making, and we had talked about them, um, you know, often over the years and then finally we just kind of had to like make the choice to bite the bullet and do it but you know sometimes change is not necessarily like welcome or not necessarily warranted you know well okay it's warranted but it's not welcome and you know what do you do then what do you do when you don't want something to change but and this did happen to me I didn't want one aspect of my life to change, but in order for another aspect of my life to change, I had to change the entire scope. So, you know, um, the, the aspect of my life that I didn't want to change, but I had to, in order to change this part, it was, it kind of became like, you know, collateral damage. So, you know, how many times have you had a situation where you thought to yourself, well, I want um, to, you know, work fewer hours, but I don't want the amount of money that I make to change. Whatever. That's just kind of an example. And so you realize that when you hand, when you are dealing with change, you do. There's going to be some collateral damage. Something's got to give. Something's going to have to give in order for you to have change and for this change to take place. It's just the way it is. It's just the way life works. I wish it wasn't. Um, I wish you could have your cake and eat it too, but you can't. And that's okay. Um, You know, we'll figure it out. We'll get by. But, you know, what do you do when when that happens? Will you, you know, for me, and I know this might sound like, really, Danny, what am I supposed to do with this information? But for me, what I really do is I take a, a piece of paper and it seems it seems simple, but it, it's it it helps. I take a piece of paper and I take you know what I'm doing, what the big what what the big goal is, the big changes, and I write the pro and the con. And I think to myself, okay, what are the pros of you know this change, and what are the cons? And honestly, if the pros outweigh the cons, even if the con column has some you know collateral damage, I go for it. And, and and then my next step after that is pray. I pray, oh Lord, do we pray? Um, because it is scary. And you know, one of the 
one of the things that a, a good friend of mine taught me was that God doesn't show you the entire path. He just lights one step ahead. So if you just follow one step ahead the of the path that God is, you know, has 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 lit lit for you, <laughs> then you know you are going to be able to see. And maybe you can't see the entire path, but you can see ahead of you just a little bit. And that's really what you need to be able to see. So, you know, when you're dealing with change, um, like I said, be open. And you also, you know, you, you want to, not only do you want to be open, but you want to look for people who you can, you know, kind of connect with. Um, you know, I, we're starting a new, at a new church. And so we, I thought to myself, okay, well, there's gotta be other people who are just starting at this church who have moved from wherever. And so, you know, I kind of look for those people because, you know, we're all kind of changing or doing whatever at the same time. And so we're kind of in the same boat. And so I think that, you know, that's, um, that's a good place to start. Find a community of people who are who are kind of going through what you're going through. If uh, if you are if you've moved, find people who have also moved. Um, if you are changing jobs, you know, reach out to other women who have made kind of a similar um, career shift as you. Even if it's not the same, you know, you don't have to. If you're a an accountant and you switch to being a belly dancer, I don't know, whatever. You don't need to find somebody else who did the exact same thing. But what I'm saying is, you want to find people who kind of did like a big career change like that. Um, you know, and 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 I sing the praises of finding your crew. That's my like number one thing. I'm find your crew, find your crew, and if you don't find your crew, keep looking for your crew. And you know, honestly, and this is again one of those like sayings where you're like, oh good lord. Like, don't sweat the small stuff. There are gonna be little things that just make that just make your head hurt about changing whatever it is. You know, and listen, don't think that I when I say change, don't think that I mean like it has to be this big over, overarching change that, you know, just like, oh, changes every aspect of your life. Well, I'm just talking about like, I don't know, like getting a new hairdresser. Like that can be stressful. Um, you know, finding a new, um, like, listen, here, here, listen, we're having a, we're having a um, Chinese takeout crisis at, at the Idens household. Because, you know, um, the place back where we used to live, the place in Valpo, and here's a shout out, Jade Garden. Um, that's just some good Chinese food. I don't care who you are. And we haven't found that yet in Indy. And the place that we went, I'm not going to mention their name, the place that we went last week, mm, let's just say we're not going back. <laughs> Does that mean we're giving up Chinese food forever because we tried to change and it didn't work? we're going to find some other place. I know that was just like kind of a, a weird example, but that's kind of what I mean. You know, don't sweat it. Like it was, ugh, it wasn't that good. Um, my kid liked it, but you know why he liked it? Cause it like had no flavor. Um, and you know how kids like bland food, but you know, we decided like, okay, well, we'll just try another place next week. It's all good. Whatever. You know, so don't sweat the small stuff in changing. Um, there's going to be like little 
you, you know, uh, jack ups, <laughs> fool, some foolishness. There's always going to be foolishness. Always, always, always. So, you know what, girlfriend, put on your big girl panties and like do it to it. Because uh, seriously, there's always going to be some kind of foolishness that you have to deal with. Um, I know a lot of you mamas are dealing with the change of your, you know, little one um, going into like a new grade. I think we finally, 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 I said last week, I thought we were through all the new, um, all the new, you know, everybody starting new school years. But you know what? I went on Facebook on Tuesday and doggone it, there's still some people who are starting school. So I think this week we are all finally, like everybody's in school who's going to school, I think. And you know, and that's, that's a change. I have a lot of friends whose kids are going into kindergarten. Like my little guy. Then I have a lot of friends whose kids are going to preschool for the first time. And that's also a big change. You know, but listen, that change, let me tell you something. It's really nice. Because as they're going into, you know, the next level, the next layer, whatever, you're getting a little bit more free time. And like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I love it. And even if you have another little one at home or more little ones at home, it just kind of gives you a little bit more time. I don't know, maybe... um, when you had three kids at home during the day, you got no naps. And now maybe this time you get to like close one eye for like two more minutes than you did before. I don't know. But, you know, the change can be good, even though you missed your little one who, you know, I, I'll be, I'll be 100% real with you right now. Yesterday, um, I had like an Alex attack and I just needed to smell him. And so I went upstairs and I laid in his bed while he was at school and I just like, so I could smell his, his scent. And, and I know that you, I know you mamas get it. I know you understand. And, you know, um, I just had to do that. I mean, you know, cause kindergarten for the pluses and the free time that I have, it's been a big transition for all of us. He's like in like actual school now and it, you know, um, some days I'm, I'm, I'm realizing this is the beginning of like him slowly but surely getting involved in more things, being gone longer and stuff like that. And, you know, I kind of had like a little moment where I was like, I, I just need to like feel him by me, even though he's not. And that's okay. You, you know, that's how I dealt with, that's how I'm dealing with that change. So I'm not freaking out. I just found another way to kind of make it work make it work for me. Um, he doesn't need help with it working for him because he loves kindergarten and whatever. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. And don't, and, and listen, I, I told you that story not because, um, you know, I, I wanted you to know how weird I am. I, I mean, who isn't weird? But I told you that story because if you have the impulse to do something, you know, not necessarily even that, but something like that, like it's completely normal. We all have that. We, we miss our children and, and, you know, we all do that. Don't worry. It's not weird. Well, it is weird, but it's okay. Um, you know, dealing with change in your own way is cool. So, like, don't, don't worry about the small stuff. Think of this like an opportunity to, like, be something else or be more than you were or be less than you were too because you know you might have taken on a lot of responsibilities and now you kind of don't have to worry about that because like right now my biggest my my four jobs and I used to have like 35,000 jobs but I have four jobs my first job is is to take care of my family I'm home every night 
I haven't, since I've known my husband, since I've known my husband, we have been together for almost 12 years. I have had to work at night since I've known him. So the last three months for me have just been fantabulous because I have stayed home. I have cooked for them. That's my other job is I just am taking care of my boys. Like I'm taking care of my boys. I'm getting our house all situated. We're, you know, we're someplace new. Um, I'm getting that all situated. I'm motivational speaking. I go around and I motivational speak. I, I, you know, like I, what? Like, that's crazy. That was a dream of mine to be able to talk to women. And now that's what I'm doing. And what's even crazier is that four years ago, that terrified me. That was like, I would never have said, yeah, let's do it. Two years ago, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do it. And now I'm doing it. And my last job is I'm ministering to MOPS coordinators for MOPS International. I'm a volunteer ministry coach. And those are, that's what I do. And all of those things, you know what, what's crazy is all of those things are service oriented. I'm, I'm helping other people. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm getting, I'm getting something out of it too. I mean, all of these things bring me um, joy, fulfillment, peace, happiness, you name it. But I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of these things had I not moved into a different phase of my life, moved to a different place, at, 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 you know, et cetera. And so don't be afraid of change. And listen, I'm not saying you have to pack up your box, pack up all your life, pack up boxes and move to, you know, move three hours south. That's not what I'm saying. Um, in fact, I don't recommend it. It's, it's kind of a lot of work. <laughs> but what I am saying is I don't want you to be afraid of change because you're afraid that you'll ruin, you know, um, your life or you'll, you'll mess up the status quo or you'll disappoint some people. Honestly, I wouldn't worry about it because, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be the person who's happy. You have to be the person who feels good where you are and with what you are doing. We're going to close this week, but before we do, I want to ask, um, you know, something from you and I, you know, I'm not going to talk about this for long. Um, I just want to like a, another minute of your time, but I just want to ask you to pray for my family, um, me and, and my husband and my son. We got some shocking news uh, about a, a little bit less than a week ago. And then it was followed by some really um, devastating news. And it's going to be okay. I know that God has a plan. And I know that his plan is good and, and he will give us beauty for our ashes. But I just ask that you pray for us. Um, and I ask that you, you pray for this podcast and for this ministry. Um, and you pray for all the moms who listen and who may feel like they don't have someone in their corner. I ask and I pray that they know that they do, that they have two friends. They have a friend in, in Jesus and they have a friend in me and in this community of moms. That, that's all I ask. Have a wonderful week. 
enjoy your family. Enjoy your love, the things that you love. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Danny Carter Iddens, creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted to create a safe place for mamas to focus on the dreams that have been placed on their hearts, where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice on how to do this mom thing. I want to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me and to build a community of mothers who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their children in their arms. Want to learn more? Visit takingbackyou.com because at Taking Back You, we know happy moms raise happy kids. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.